We can get locked in to tradition and programs. But when we get locked in on what God cares the most about, that's a human spirit that may be broken. That's a human spirit that may need help in prayer. And he will intercede where we're trying to go because God cares about his people. Oh, Miss Paul, it's good to start off differently. It's good to start off differently. This morning, if you didn't receive or if you didn't have the opportunity to see the messages during watch night, then I pray that you do so that God can prepare you to where we need to go and what we need to do. It's good that when outsiders can tell you that you're on point, but your insiders never even heard it. Because that tells you that they understand, but where God needs to understand is in his own house. So as we get ready to move into 2021, we need to start looking for the unification and diversity of God to be able to do what we need to do. And that's my job to be able to guide us into the newness of what God has for us. Well, first of all, I want to do one thing that I didn't get to do last year that I normally get to do because we wasn't together, so I get to do it now. And then when I do it, it's done. Because freedom comes from forgiveness. And so what I want to do is first ask and extend my sincere apologies to you from last year. Because I know I didn't do everything right. I know I didn't do it perfectly. And I know I did it. And some may have been offended. They may have taken it wrong. Or I may have presented it wrong. But whatever happened, I am here to ask for your forgiveness for whatever I did last year in your life and with God's church. I'm asking for your forgiveness so that you know that I am not perfect and I am not always right and I'm not always that holy where I am still human. So I'm asking for everyone including those on Facebook, for your forgiveness as we walk into 2021. And as you forgive me, whether you do it or not, I forgive you. And 2021 is going to be no different because we still may have some issues. As a matter of fact, I know we're going to have some issues. As a matter of fact, I'm going to even help create some issues. So already I'm asking your forgiveness as we move forward. 
because there will be issues. And we must be able to do and walk in God's forgiveness as we do what God has called us to do. If you did not watch Watch Night, there were some very divine statements and movements of God that we have to understand that where 2021 is headed into. One of the things that 2021, and it already done hit my house, so just to let you know, I, I nobody's exempt. But the turmoil and the tests and the trials that we're going to go through, 2021, like I said, is going to start off looking like 2020. That's okay. Because in the midst of 2020, you should have understood, if you still hear, you should have understood something that God had been working in your life. Watch what I'm about to say. You may have been at the Red Sea of 2020, but Egypt was behind you and God was covering your rear. And in front of you could be the Red Sea. But God is in his miraculous loving way. Have you parked at the Red Sea to watch his divine glory come and set you free? When we are having a Red Sea experience, understand that your Egypt is in your darkness and your Red Sea is in your light. Darkness covered the Egyptians. Israel had light in their camp. We got to understand, it don't matter how bad it looks. It don't look, it don't matter how bad you think it is. It don't matter what God allows to hit you. That you got to understand that I got a God that is so wonderful that whatever he allows, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for God to work in our lives. Today, I want to talk to you, Ms. Paul, that God has laid on me as we get ready to go. And he says, seize your opportunities. 2021 is going to have plenty of opportunities. As things start to come down, new beginnings get to be birthed. As jobs and economy and social issues and justices and immorality, as things come down, God's people, when they are ready and get ready, God is going to give you things that you're going to have to be ready to pounce on and do because you got to be ready to seize the opportunities. In Ephesians, and I'm going to bounce back and forth because there's something else you need to know. 
that you, after I give you the foundational scripture, I'm going to sidetrack and give you something that you need to know. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16, notice what God is telling us. Now, the word is circumspectly, God says, walk at work circumstantially, but that word translate is to walk against the unwise. So it says in the new and the revived standard, look carefully. For now, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of the time. Because, and this is your problem, the days are evil. We don't believe that. You got your little stimulus check. You done went through stuff. But you don't think these days is evil. Because you don't understand what God keeps trying to teach you. Satan going to take and bless your flesh to get you off your spirit. And as long as you feel that the world is giving you what you think you need, that's going to draw you away from what you truly need. And unfortunately, that's where we are today because we rejoice over the things we think we need and quit pursuing what we truly need. That's why we got to watch how we walk. That's how we got to watch what we walk with. That's why you got to watch what you are following. Because if you miss it, you're going to miss your opportunities. And, Miss Paul, I'm here to tell you today, we got to learn and seize the opportunities. Because God is getting ready to open up things you never imagined. God is getting ready to do things you never thought he could do. God is getting ready to bless what you never thought he could bless. You, God is getting ready to take us to the new heights, to his divine glory. I want to let you know, God have not changed his mind. What he has for us is for us. And we got to be ready. to seize the opportunities. But right now, let me digress for a minute so that you can get this will tie into what you need to know. In my devotional of utmost to its highest, if you don't have it, it's one of the greatest devotionals in the world. But in it, it says, will you go without knowing? Will you go without knowing? Because that's where God is working and God is getting ready to take us. Will you go without knowing? And what he is saying, he went out without knowing where he was going. Hebrews 11 and 8. Abraham is what he's talking about. And the thing that we got to understand is, do 
you have to know where God is taking you before you go. Because that is not faith. So the thing that we as Christians have to do, do you expect God to do something in your life? Then you got to ask this question. If I don't know where I'm going, do I trust God enough to go? Because God is not a God that sits around the way we done built him is, well, God's going to tell me what to do, then I'll go do it. I don't have that God. That ain't my God. I don't know who taught you that God. But the God I know says go, and you don't even know where you're going. And the Bible proves it. Then as you go, God starts to reveal what needs to be done. That's why we need to continue to adjust and ask and do what's my attitude toward God. How am I really viewing God? How do I really trust God in every area of my life? Because God wants all, and we only want to give him part. And the reason why we're so disgruntled and we don't want to do and we can't worship and we can't handle and do the things that God wants us to do because you don't want to admit I don't trust him entirely. My attitude keeps me in a constant wonder. I keep trying to figure things out. I don't know what God is going to do next. Every morning I wake up, I should look at it as a new opportunity, feel more confidence, and be able to not worry about the things of life and not worry about the body and not worry about the things that constantly keep me bound. But what I should be able to do is let go and tell God, I will go wherever you lead me to go. I don't have to know why, because the why will bring itself. But the reason why I'm going to go is because you are my God, and I trust you with what you're doing. Many of us have asked, and this causes this disgruntledness when we meet and talk about directions and goals, because God didn't tell you, so you don't know what to do. But what God is willing to do is as you trust him, reveal to you what he wants done. But God, and I don't know where this came from, but everything I read, and I'm sorry if you don't agree, but let me pray for you. God says, I want complete surrender. So as believers, God keeps saying we need to step out and quit worrying about where we're going. Our attitudes need to change if you want to get through 2021. Your attitude need to be that this God that I have is a sacred and loving God. And then I must go without conviction, creed, 
or experience, but understand to put my faith and trust in God so that nothing is between me and Him. The question is, will you go without knowing? As we put this church together, we got to understand that God says to us to walk wisely, to walk not as unwise people, because the days are evil. We don't want to hear evil existing. We don't want to hear why we got to walk worthy in God's calling to what he has for us. We got to understand that we are in a pagan world. I will say it again. You got to understand that you are in a pagan world. And then in this pagan world, God wants us to walk in love. God wants us to walk in the light of his son. In this pagan world, God wants us to use the wisdom that he gives us and that we seek from him so that we will be able to seize every opportunity for God has for you and for others to walk in this wisdom. It takes timing. It takes understanding. It takes looking not at people but at God. We got to understand that God is looking for doing new things in us and take us in things that's going to require you to trust him through it because you can't do it the same way you used to do it. Because in order to grow in faith in God, God got to erase and remove you from the old developing habits of what you thought he was and move you to who he really is so that you can be able to start to seize the opportunities that God has for you. Oh, I'm here to prophesy. Some of you, if you get right, God got businesses in your heart. Some of you, if you get right, God got blessings in your job that he's ready to elevate you to. Some of you, if you get right, as everything starts to retire, God is looking at you and say, I got that for you if you're ready to line up and be in the opportunity of what God needs us to do. God can deal with the workplace. God can put you where you need to be. But you got to understand that you got to start being prepared for where God wants to take you. See, God is not trying to stop us. God is trying to advance us. And most of us don't want to be advanced because we don't want to go where God wants us to go. Will you go without knowing? Because change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. Now, here's where I want to talk to you about the church. If change is in your life everywhere else, 
Don't you think change is going to happen in your little churchy world? You can't keep him in the box that you got him in. You got to put him where he's truly where he's supposed to be. Because if you box him up, you're going to miss the opportunity. But if you release him, then you're going to be able to see more than you ever could imagine. See, when we understand that generations is going to change, time is going to change, people is going to change, you can't look back the way it used to be and say that's the way it's supposed to be. You got to be able to look forward and understand that I may not know where I'm going, but I know God has this under control, and all I have to do is do what Abraham did. All I got to do is walk in the wisdom of God. See, we got a stewardship. We got a responsibility that God has blessed you with. The music department, the video department, the ministries, the preaching, everything in this church. God has purpose, and God has reason, and God has a willingness to take it to a new height if it wants to grow and understand the wisdom of God. But if we're going to lock it up, bolt it up, and say this is the way it's supposed to be, then we're going to miss opportunities for what God has for us. See, if you're letting money be your importance, you're going to miss opportunities to get more. If you got problems with folk and you too busy focusing on folk, you're going to miss opportunities to get new folk to help you get where you need to be. If you got problems with your jobs and stuff, and you too busy fighting with that stuff, you're going to miss the opportunity for God to move you up, move you out, and expand where he needs to take you. See, timing is everything. And we as a church, I'm just going to warn you. That's why you better forgive me now. Because... The timing of God is not your timing. The timing of God is not my timing. The timing of God is God's timing. And see, if we understand that we don't own time. <laughs> oh, pra oh, 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 praise you, Jesus. See, if you can admit I don't own it, then give it back to the one who does. And then to the one that has it, time is precious. Time moves swiftly. How many of you asked the older people today, you know, they said, you asked them, it was, is, is, is time speeding up? Now, they done retired, but they think the world is just flying by. Because time is swift. That's why this church, to do what God needs it to do, it has to get prepared for the timing of God to do what needs to be done. So this is your problem. You need a testimony. Well, let me give it to you. If we would have moved this church, 
when you wanted to move it. We wouldn't have never moved because the pandemic that you didn't see would have shut that bank down and we wouldn't have got a dime. And the timing of God, when he said, go, I said, let's go. And I watched him move heaven and earth for us to go because it was on his time, not our time, because faith is not based on what you can see. Faith is based on what you don't see. And if God said, you don't know where you're going, but do you trust me? Timing is very uncertain. But you think you got it under control. You make goals, your plans. You done got New Year's resolutions. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But I guarantee you, if you're with God, you don't have to make a New Year's resolution. All you got to do is say, Lord, I'm with you. I don't know what this year going to bring, but I'm with you. Lord, I don't know where you're going to take me, but I'm with you. Lord, I don't know where we're going to end up, but I'm with you. Lord, I'm getting not prepared for 2021, but if it's your will, I'm getting prepared for 2022. 2021 is already over in my eyes. What are we going to do in 2022? Because if we wake up and quit trying to be a now person, God will move us to opportunities that's going to be greater than what we got already. See, this is why I rejoice. I rejoice because I know I'm at the beginning of what God wants done. And if 2020 was okay, oh, I can't wait for 2021. I know people is hurt. I know people is dying. I know we still in a pandemic. I know we going to go through hard times. I know we may lose some more jobs and money and things. I know the school district may shut down. I know don't nobody know what to do. But I know this. I know that if I keep following my God, everything is going to work out all right. And then here's the thing. You're going to have to give account of how you use God's time. And many of us, he's going to go run up to him and say this. But Jesus, I did this, 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 I did this. I'm doing this, I did this, I'm doing this. I played the music, I did this, I do all of this. And he's going to say, what about me and you? Did you use that time for me and you? Because if you can give me your time, I'll make up all this other time. That's why I'm never in a hurry to do nothing anymore. See, you people didn't get me when I was a fool. You got me when I developed wisdom with God. Because my other churches had the fool. Because I was in a hurry. This one, I'm like Moses, Job. And Abraham, 
If it's 25 years, amen. I am not in a hurry no more because I'm going to wait on God. And I don't care what people think, what people say, because God is in control of what we are up to. And I know time with God is the most precious thing I can do. Make good use of your time. Quit trying to go back to yesterday and try to fix yesterday. Yesterday can't be fixed no more. And then here's your problem, like I was telling them earlier today. You better not live in the regret of yesterday. Because if you live in regret, you can't move. Y'all don't hear me. No, you know why you don't hear me? Because you don't believe it. See, you believe as long as I'm thinking about the past and regret, I'm moving with God. God, like you way back in 1962. Some of you are already back to the day you was born because you regret that. And you blame everything in your life based on your birth. And so if you got a regretful spirit, then you can forget about living and seeing and moving and what God wants you to do. Because you got to let yesterday be yesterday. And you got to move to today so that God can move you to the future. And you got to quit using your Christian life this way. Quit that is your past and quit walking with your future this way, because all you're doing is looking that way. But if you learn that your future is that way, turn around and look forward. We keep walking backwards. And you notice why he doesn't put no eyes in the back of your head, because you wasn't ever supposed to look that way. And when we understand my future is that way, and long as I wake up every day, my future is that way. I may not know what it's going to be like. I may not be able to understand it. But I know one thing. It's that way. And all of my opportunities is that way. You may live back here wishing woulda and coulda, but it's going to stay wishing woulda and coulda. And you're going to bring wishing woulda and coulda in here. And this is what you're going to say. We can't do that. He don't know what he's talking about. But when you understand if my future is that day, today is my day. Today is my day. Today, somebody shout it out. Today is my day. Today is my day. Quit procrastinating and understand don't lose the present because the present is in the power of God to move you forward.
I love this saying. Somebody said, today is worth two tomorrows. When we understand what God is up to in our lives, time is where God wants to seize the moment. We got to open up our heart to God and let him have his way. Church, I'm begging you this year. I am literally on my knees begging, which that's okay. Jesus, open your people's eyes and let us move greater Miss Paul into your divine glory so that we will be able to become the leaders, the teachers, and the people you have called us to be. Jesus, open up our hearts so that we can start to speak life in a world that is hurting right now, so that we can speak life in a community that's hurting right now, so that we can speak life into the people that's around us right now, so we can go into this school district, my job, and everywhere you place my feet like you did with Abraham because he was walking the promised land out. Everywhere I go, let me speak life into people because they done lost hope. They are wondering where things is going to come from. They don't understand that if they get with God, God's going to open up doors that they never thought could open. God is going to do things that they never thought could be done. And since I'm on the bragging state of God, greater Mizpah, we're going to make some drastic changes and you're going to get pissed. Good luck. But I'm letting you know that he says seize the moment. And the moment is getting ready to be now. And the now that we're getting ready to do that you may not agree with, may not like, and may not want to do. Amen. But know this, know this, when I and those that have seen seize the moment, we can't wait. We got to go on across the Red Sea. And if it closes up and you on the other side, I did all that I can do. to try to bring you along. I know you ain't going to agree. That's why I'm preaching like I'm preaching, because I know this is not in your DNA, but we finna inject the vaccine in you so you can get there, because this is going to go against everything you didn't believe, thought, and wonder about God. And God is going to say, I am revealing you in a new way to grow you to where I need you to be. It's going to stretch you. It's going to test you. It's going to hurt you. It's going to make you wonder what's going on, and you may even want to stop. But I'm going to encourage you to run the race. Time, time, time to speak. what God wants us to do. Time is to be a better giver 
And I don't even preach on money in this church. That's probably why we broke. Because I don't even, I didn't say you was broke. I said we. I said there's reasons why. Because I don't preach on understanding money and giving. And I live it, but that don't be good enough for y'all. So I guess one of these days I might start preaching on your money and how to get blessed. But see, that's why you are where the preacher's preaching on money. No, the preacher wants you to get better. Aren't you tired of being where you are? I don't preach on it because I hope you get it. But maybe sometime I just might have to preach on it because God wants to bless us and opportunities is coming your way. But and let me just go on and just be honest. I think I'm almost in conclusion world. If God would have did things the way I thought, I would have missed a whole bunch of stuff. If God would have did things the way I wanted it, I would have missed a whole bunch of stuff. If God would have said, you got it, and you know exactly what you're doing, go for it, we'd be still we wouldn't even be on 11th and hydraulic. We'd probably be on 13th and dead. Because the thing that we have to learn to understand is where he wants us to go is beyond your imagination. It's beyond your belief system. Let me help you. It's never crossed your mind. Because you said, I know he ain't talking to me. I know he ain't trying to do this with me. I know he don't want this for me. This goes against everything I've been dreaming about. This is how they get a Mercedes. I got a Yugo. I don't have a 4,000 square foot house. I got a 400 tiny house, and I'm on MTV or whatever, HTV in the small house. See, see, this is the thing that we got a problem. But see, when he does things, there's a purpose behind it. And I'm going to start preaching this, and you might as well get it together. The thing that you got to understand, and if you was at 10 o'clock, you will start to understand. God is Malcolm X by any means necessary. My purpose is going to be done. And let me help you out. Period. <laughs> Period. So, Greater Miss Paul, 2001. Woohoo! How many of you can rejoice today? How many of you are glad that you're still here? 
How many of you ready to just do what God has for you to do and start walking in what God wants for you? How many of you are ready? Somebody's raise up your hand. How many of you are ready? Now watch this. Let me help you all out. Let me help you out. I need you to understand something. The University of Texas just fired their coach. The man won 75% of his game. He went undefeated in bowl games. But Texas said, that is not our standard. We going to let you go because we need somebody to keep raising the standard. Because our standard is here. And if you can't get us here, then we got to go on and find somebody else to get us here. Let me say something to you, Greater Miss Paul. God's standards for you have risen beyond what you ever thought. And if God got to fire me to get you there, just know God is going to get you there. But as long as I'm here, we will not rest on the past. We will not stop in the victories. And we will not keep going in the glory. Because God has a greater work for all of us to do. And if you don't want to get on board, that's okay. There's a Sunday morning folk. But then those that want to get where God wants us to go, then God is saying, come on, come on, come on, because I am who I am. Let's seize the opportunity. Let's be able to let God have his way. Understand, read Hebrews 11 and 8. I don't know where we're going, but I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going. Tanya, I don't know where my greatness is going to come from, but it's coming. I'm going to keep on holding on to his unchanging hand. And some of us, let me help you out. Hey, I ain't through yet. Some of you need to touch the hem of his garment and receive the power to let things go so that God can use you in a wonderful, great, divine way. Amen. 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 What song you going to sing? Huh? What you sing? Come on, come on. What you sing? They figured it out. What you sing? I'll give them some. Would you, would you sing it? Just as I am. <laughs> Come on. The doors of the church.